You're listening to Brigade Radio 1. It's Tyson. Welcome to the Antisocial Show, the uh, intro part where if I got something to say, here's where I do it. So this show that you're going to hear is pretty serious in spots because it is the first time uh, conversationally that uh, Hunter and I have ever dealt with the uh, COVID-19 crisis that's occurring right now. Like it is May 7th right now, Siete de Mayo. Uh, I need to put that in context for you because the show we recorded... We recorded on April 12th in the evening, which uh, April 12th, 2020 this year, as many will remember, was Easter. And it's when the country was supposed to reopen initially. So uh, at 9.10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, CNN had the estimated case count and death count. It's actually it's over half a million cases in just in the United States with almost, almost 21,000 deaths as of April 12th. So... That's the number that I was trying to figure out what it was. And by the way, I might have talked about percentages in this uh, show, and my percentages are off. They're actually higher. But um, just know that I, if I didn't take that out, I did get it wrong. And um, I apologize. I try to keep my information good. I try to correct things when I can. So just real quick, this is something that is happening. So the, they're, they're going to try to open the country now. Uh, it's three weeks later, roughly. And uh, here's a little, just a little taste of CNN, uh, like literally just a few seconds of, of what, the, how, what their plan is going like. With Maryland allowing elective surgeries and certain outdoor activities to resume starting today, at least 44 states will be partially reopened by Sunday. But now the Trump administration is blocking the release of step-by-step CDC guidance meant to help states reopen safely. You, you hear what they're saying? They're not... In, they're saying, okay, yeah, we're going to reopen, and we're not necessarily adhering to the CDC recommendations. So the death count as of today, as of this particular posting, this particular, this is about six hours ago my time. It's coming up on 9.30 in the evening here, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, the total cases worldwide is 1.23 million, and the deaths are now, at it says 73,573, so 73,573, that is just in three weeks. And by the way, between 3 minutes and 23 seconds of this story and 3 minutes and 35 seconds, the death count jumps to just over 75,000. So the reason why I bring this up is because you can hear some of the urgency in my voice to try and appeal to people being calm at, at various points in the uh, program and use reason and whatnot. We also talk about movies and stuff. I mean, it's what we do. We like to talk about movies. So, But I, I wanted to put in context what the world has been like in the last three weeks is just as far as the number of deaths and our approach to this, this thing. There's been protests. There's been lots of protests of people going out, not doing that socially distancing thing, not putting on masks getting really close to one another and possibly spreading it to each other. And the thing is, is like, I'm sure there are lots of you out there who would say, well, who cares? Let them spread it to each other. And, and you've probably also heard the arguments that it's like, well, no, it's they're not just spreading it to each other. They're also spreading it to everybody else they come in contact with unknowingly because this can, this disease is uh, sometimes undetectable for two to three weeks. And I don't mean undetectable by test. I mean like asymptomatic undetectable. Like you will fall, you will feel fine. That's why I liken it to air AIDS at the beginning of the program, or I say air HIV, and it's a whole thing about the way the virus HIV works and how we didn't know much about it. Like, anyway, you'll hear you're here in the program. So I wanted to prepare you for that. There's a bit of that. There's a lot of serious talk, and and mostly I wanted you to know that unless we do more of these middle shows where shows get stuck between shows on the um the the proper numbers, like. No, show number 80, show number 81, 82, these are all sequentially recorded of each other. Anything that was stuck between was recorded out of sequence. And so some of these, the content that's coming in the future here for you is, it's it's been months. And so it's before coronavirus, COVID-19 was a thing. Sorry, before it was, well, it's certainly before it was the thing it has become. So that's just for context. So, you know, uh, thank you for listening and be decent to each other. And I hope to see you on the other side of this. Peace. And here's your hosts, Underblock and Tyson Sater. 
Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Anti-Social Show, the only show that says don't leave your fizz gigs at, uh, fizz gigs at home. I am Hunter Block, and he's... Tyson Sainer. Outstanding. Sa- Saluton. Sound effects. Yeah. Gotta love it. Oh, a live crowd. Live crowd, that's right. Nice. So, thank you all for coming. It's uh, it's it's great that you made it uh, out. I, I see everybody's got their uh, their own personal space bubble that they've brought with them, made of plastic, now that those are on the market. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you doing that, because as you know, we are still in the throes of um, recovering from the coronavirus, COVID-19. So I'm happy that those of you who came out to see us are observing the safety protocols because because uh, this the stuff is like air HIV, you know. Oh God, yeah, it is, dude. I mean, it, it, it's it's horrible. It's frightening. Oh, absolutely, dude. Uh, you, you know, you're almost afraid to to if you have to leave your house, you're almost afraid to touch anything. Um, and then, of course, once you do, you you know, you're you're always sanitizing your hands and sanitizing everything else it's it's you know mm-hmm. so i want to be clear now for the people who don't know when we record these things uh they often are uh, from a while ago and then some of them have been from more recent and i'll say which how they I'll, I'll start saying that as we go and i say this now with like eight shows in the archives so like it is now april 12th 2020 and I hope that four months from now, or whenever you hear this, four to six months uh, from now, uh, that I didn't correctly predict, you know, the worst case scenario. Well, I figure that's actually a, a good case scenario that we actually have incorporated into our technology and our lifestyles the need to be ultra cautious if that's what it takes to get us to the point where we, are, we can be unafraid of this thing again, because it is terrifying and rightly so, so... So welcome to the place where you come to escape your uh, fears and your anxieties. The <laughs> our anti-social show. Dude, um, dude, now everybody out there, you know, we've been practicing this, okay? Yes. Um, uh, of self distance, uh, self distancing, and of course, isolation, uh, for the most part. Right. And hence anti-social show because we're anti-people we don't need to go outside <laughs> at all well, uh, h- however i will interject this one thing mm-hmm. i unfortunately am considered essential personnel i do have to go out yes uh for work but when i'm not at work i stay home i stay home i've been gaming more uh cleaning up the house i've been doing projects anything and everything to uh you know occupy myself but again this was never a problem for me i don't have to go out it's great not not the virus thing. That that's the sad part. No, no, right? yeah, no. It's you know they were saying uh, they were talking about it on Chill Pack Hollywood Hour. Uh, Phil Lannis and Dean Haglund. They were saying um, about the social distancing thing that you know they were talking about how their lives have changed. You know, and, and their routines and whatnot. And Dean kind of made a similar observation that he didn't really go out that much anyway. He's working on a project at home or something, so he's he's kind of already been social distancing. Uh, you know, so he's got, I guess, he didn't say that he had the advantage. That Then I would add, well, then, so he's got a bit of an advantage in that regard. But still, you got to be careful because, like, everybody's got to be careful. Everybody's got to be careful. And not as many people are that should be. And that's that's uh, terrifying. Well, we're starting to see a ref- uh, we're starting to see a reflection of our lives really happening right now. Um, if you think about this, you and I, right, have been friends for almost 10 years. and mm-hmm. But not only that, though, but this is how we normally communicate. We either communicate, you know, by Facebook, by text messaging, by phone call, or Skype. And certainly we use Skype in the show so we can see what we're doing. And then, of course, now we got the, the, the visual for, for YouTube. But now you're starting to see, like, for example, uh, the WWE, they have their two shows, Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown which is not done in front of a live audience for the past month. There's no sports. Uh, Talking Dead, have you heard of the Talking Dead? I have. Okay. 
So that's always done in front of a live studio uh, audience, and it's always done live on Sundays. Oh, yeah. You're talking about how the TV uh, shows that didn't tape all their episodes before this happened are dealing with the... Uh with, yes, but with having to still provide in, uh, entertainment by not having uh, while not having live audiences, this phenomenon well, this, that's occurring. Go ahead. Yes, this is how the Talking Dead's been doing it. They've been doing it podcast style. Cool. Yeah, so you're still getting a show. It's just you know, it's just the home edition, as they've been calling it. Same thing with Bill Maher. Bill Maher's been doing all of his shows from home. Um, I think there's a radio station out here that's been doing. Uh, stuff from home as well so it's it's we're living in like a, a podcasting society now that's a very yeah that's that's interesting as you were saying that i was really coming to the understanding that there's I, oh by the way i was talking to mark hershon recently for the last episode of Socrates for episode 200 before which is then the hiatus uh which is probably already is up by now because i'm writing i'm literally writing this part today we were talking about how just a couple of weeks ago when we taped our our, our, our chat uh the podcast number, the number of podcasts in existence is now around, would you like to guess? I probably want to say in the thousands at this point. Absolutely. It's around 850,000. Wow. It's 150,000 short of a million podcast choices out there now. That's a lot of competition for our show, dude. Well, it would be if this was a radio show, but it it actually kind of is now too because there are actually going to be people who are going to be the podcast is going to be a way that they get an alternate form of entertainment that they might have not have been aware existed. So, you know, there are going to be people coming to podcasts. And so right. I'm just saying you know, this, you can, you now people who can see me, uh, like Hunter, you know, will be able to see me later when I, when these become videos, we'll see that I'm not taking any glee in this. Like there's no, I'm just, I'm just predicting this possibility based on this set of circumstances, and this isn't Kreskin stuff, this or, or or Criswell. This is just this is just logical connecting dots, you know. And it's dispassionate. You know so I don't want to offend anybody. I'm not suggesting this is a, this is a great thing for us. It's just in, it, it's like things have changed, like in the like from silent to talkie film, from you know CB culture to podcast. It's just well, you know, it's weird evolution it, of societal interactions. Yes. You know what's weird? Maybe it's just me, but before COVID-19, I didn't feel like we were in competition with other podcasters. Certainly not. We've we've plugged other people's shows on our show plenty of times. So that display right there shows you that there's no that there's no competition. But there actually might be some competition now. You know, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, yes, I don't think of it as competition. Uh, I just, people... Well, not listen. in a formal sense. Right, right, but I, but I mean, I don't even like the, the idea of the word competition in, in the, like, like it's a TV, excuse me, hold on, my cable went funky. Like, you know, like, I was actually, this is another thing, I was talking to Mark Hershon about, like, I hear what you're saying, don't get me wrong, I'm just, we, we were talking about how... There, there was an attitude in early podcasting with certain personalities that, like, they it was almost it was a competition almost the same way that radio programs were, and there is a comedian Todd Glass who jokes about that in on the on his podcast, the Todd Glass Show, uh, where he says that you can listen to the Todd Glass Show. It's on it's on nine o'clocks after Marin, you know, being at what what the f with Mark Marin, like, but. Before before that was an sh- actual show, I mean, he's joking, like, in the sense, it's a podcast. It's not on, it's not like a TV lineup where it's like, you know, the where the um, where 227 comes on after Amen or, you know, or Empty Nest comes on after the Golden Girls. You know, it's not, it, right. it's a joke on the idea of destination listening. But, so there's, I think there's a lot of people that do feel like that, like they can't talk about their... Like the idea that Succotash is a podcast that talks about other podcasts. Like it, Succotash takes the says, "Hey, by the way, if you're here, you're you, you've either stumbled upon us by accident, or you're looking for, you know, what's this podcast thing, or or you're here because you come you've come back. But there's a good chance that you're going to hear one of the podcasts that we present to you and decide, well, this is the thing I'm going to listen to now, and then never listen to Succotash again." That's just part of the that is part of the model of the of the show. That is an, right. an inevitable. Um, possibility, and that's so. That's not exactly doesn't necessarily wouldn't necessarily grow an audience unless there's people who only want to hear clips of soundcasts. In which case, they would go, and podcasts, as many people say, uh, then 
Yeah, and so I know it sounds like a plug for Succotash, but I'm just talking about the idea of a person going to listen to a podcast. I think it's a, a thing that because it, it we evolved into this state, like you and I listening to different podcasts, that there's a bunch of people out there that like never uh, it's never been an option to them to to to. Uh, or, or not to this, they never had the thought that, oh, I want to do download something to my now phone or a device or whatever, you know, and listen to a non radio show that's kind of like a radio show with people sitting around talking, whatever a podcast is, even if it's an entertainment package that's slick and polished and whatnot. The idea that's like, a, you know, audiobooks, I think, helped sort of bring this in a bit where people are like, oh, I can listen to something for hours now if I want to, and and then. You know, it's not news, but it's... And then podcasts are like, who knows what you get, you know? So, um, yeah, I lost my train of thought on that. Like, I, I, I had a, I had a point, but... <clears throat> well... The point is, it's the, oh, we're used to it. So it's like when, when yes. people who, who, like, who have only ever played the Atari console with the joystick and the one button, and then you hand them, like, an Xbox 360 controller, and it's like, okay, well, i got to get used to this now, because there's, like, there used to be a button... And a stick, and now there's one stick, two stick, D-pad, one, two, three, four buttons, uh, triggers, shoulder buttons, and then a couple of little buttons that are back and forth buttons, and then that one in the center. If it's well, an Xbox, I mean, it has the one in the center. But my point is it's a, an adjustment that we don't have to make, but a lot of people still will. So that's going to be a well, step the, forward, I think. That's the thing. Like You and I don't mind this because this is how we normally communicate anyway. Um, sure. But yeah, yeah, I agree. You're right. I'm I'm pretty sure that you know during this whole pandemic thing, um, there's been a lot of people that never really listened to podcasts before are now listening to podcasts or communicating in in the way that we're doing you know right now. So, with that being said, if if, if yes, it's it they're going to adjust to it, but if they want this not to be the norm, I mean as far as like communication, talking to people, etc. Then just stay home, okay? Right. Stay home, and and don't go out. There actually is a there, there actually is a, a, an immunity to all this. Believe it or not, it's called one: stay home and keep yourself clean. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, sanitize your house. I mean, I did today. I sanitized the hell out of my bathroom. I mean, just to you know. Um, but that's that's really what people need to do. And here's another thing, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that people can't leave their house and go get food because obviously food is essential. You need food for your survival. So, yes, absolutely go to the grocery stores and then go away. Go home, okay? And, you know, there's reports in the news that, you know, they're, they're, there's a bunch of silly little miscreants going to the grocery stores and licking, like, the food. I saw, please, I saw a video of somebody licking... Um, yeah, Please don't do that, okay? It, not only one is disgusting, but it, it also makes you a piece of crap in this terrible pandemic. But now, you're lucky that you have Tyson and I because we're going to keep your butts entertained through all of this because we're, we're you know, we're awesome like that. So I didn't respond because I was taking a drink of my beverage just then, just a people. Right. So, aside from cleaning the bathroom, I decided that since we've been uh, doing the show for about three years and six months, um, to build a website for the show, which I'm currently doing right now. Okay. So, it's underway, is what you're saying? Correct. Okay. Because I tried visiting this website earlier uh, tonight, and I didn't get anything. Yeah, it's not up there yet. So, it's not up there yet. Well, I guess might as well tell people what it is, because it will be however long from now, and it will have come up, hopefully, you know, other than on the show, on the way there. But you might as right. well state what it's supposed to be now, and then I can correct it later if it's not what it is. Like, if some unforeseen circumstances, you know, then... Oh, it's uh, definitely going to be... A, it's, I, it's, I, I understand, but who knows what happened? <laughs> Bolt of lightning and something goes wrong, and you got to get a different name, but you've recorded it here, you know, then I will correct it later, is all I'm saying. I, as the editor, will take care of you. So, that's it. That's all. A bolt of lightning. I think that's like so. I, I, dude, I've been. Oh, don't want to yell. Um, yeah, sorry. So for the, for, for the past, 
I want to say three years. I've been keeping track of very funny moments that you do just like that. And that by far was like the most funniest thing like ever because you, you're calling yourself like the editor. So in, <laughs> in other words, well, yeah. while everybody's staying home. You are you're the editor. Yeah. You're going to take care of them. You're providing them entertainment. Oh, I'm saying I'm taking. I'll take care of you in the in the in the event that like the state the name of this web t- uh, site that you're trying to get doesn't get you know if it doesn't get if it doesn't get published <laughs> under the name that we state now, and I'm saying just for some freak occurrence, you know, it, just in case that that later I will tell myself in the recording to go back and. And put in a little, uh, actually, with, you know, a visual for the video version and then a spoken one that I'll record later, you know, to, to, right, right. to be important to give people accurate information that far in the future, theoretically. <laughs> I should have bought a lightning strike them. I'm going to bring some of the people in this room. So. Oh, my God. Um, so the, the, web, the website that's going up is for the Anti-Social Show, and this way, you know, we can upload content... Um, keep you guys posted on on things that you know projects in the future things like that you know if Tyson wants to uh, you know post on it whatever he's you know doing um, that's the purpose of the anti social uh, the, the anti social web uh, website which you can come contact us on if you want to be on the show as well so it's going to be anti with a capital A N T I dot social that's S O C I A L dot show and number one. And then dot com? Correct. So let me get it straight. Capital A N T I dot Capital S mm-hmm. Capital S O C I A L dot Capital S H O W and the numeral one. Sure. So show one is together. And then dot com? Dot com, yes. Okay. All right. Well it's so. it's distinct. <laughs> Absolutely, I figured it was it was it was about time that this show um, had you know a website. You know what I'm saying? Because because this show evolves. I mean, with me, I evolved my equipment, upgraded my equipment, things like that. So I'm always trying to to build the show up, take it to the next level. And I thought you know a sleek new website uh, will do that. Will put us with all the other awesome, cool uh, podcasts. And I'm doing it with. And now, keep in mind, everybody listening out there, these uh, the the website that I'm using to build the website. We have no monetary uh, agreement with them, so this is not an ad. But I'm using Squarespace. Good. I, I used Squarespace for www.tysonsaner.com. Yes. Where I've got links to Antisocial Show and also my YouTube and Laura's YouTube and my SoundCloud and Antisocial Show on on iTunes, and I think, I'm not sure if I got my Tumblr on there. I so, consider having my Tumblr feed on there, because it would get some, some new content for people to look at. But yes, yeah, what about Squarespace? I mean, honestly, not oh, a sponsor, yes. but I mean, I, I've been, I was happy with, it's not a pretty website I made, but that's, I haven't put that much work into it. If I started putting more work into it, it would probably look a lot better. I just wanted one place where I could people could type in my name in a dot com, and then all the stuff I've been working from, or for uh, working from all the stuff I've been working on over the years could be found in one spot. So instead of going where where is your YouTube channel, just go to www.tysonsaner.com. I link to my YouTube channel is on the page. I'm making it as easy as I possibly can for you. Short of opening up your your computer or your uh, uh, this is a foldable computer. Uh, I, something with my hands, people can't see this, but um, <laughs> and, you know, from sort of doing that and then hitting a button, you can find my stuff with a, just a web browser. So that's yeah. So capital A N T I dot capital S O C I A L dot capital S H O W and the numeral one dot com C O M. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, cool. It gave me, yeah, it gave me something to do. Uh, on on Easter Sunday, I decided that the show needed a website. So since I'm self isolating, after I cleaned the uh, deep cleaned the bathroom, that's when I decided to make the uh, the website. So this way, it's an official website for the show. People can go there, check it out. There'll be some cool uh, po- uh, content always up there. 
links to the show, things like that, where you can yeah. find us on social media. And Tyson has a question and go. Oh no, yeah, I was wondering what I was going to ask. What was what else was going to be on it? Like what you know? What's the other reason for people to make this a destination? And I had some ideas about helping with that. I've been putting stuff on Instagram lately. I've been making little videos. That's what I was going to say earlier. I figured yes. out how to upload videos to um, Instagram. Perfect. But wait, thing is, is it didn't. It's not like I didn't have to like. It's not like when I was sampling for my album where I would stick an attenuating cable in the you know earphone out of the TV and then into the microphone in into the sound card with my old computer like where I would sample sound directly off the TV back in 20 years ago. It's not like figuring that out. I figured it out because Instagram made it a function where you can upload with some very specific parameters of file format and um, length. You can upload very much like YouTube. Um, minute long to longer uh, to like an hour so it has to be at least a minute so I've put up at least a couple of uh, stuff, a couple of previews for Tyson Senior Gamer so I could make some of those things with some of the video clips of our shows like maybe some of the stuff we were talking about like like we were talking about uh, what the actual address is, I can just cut a little thing out there and post that on, on Instagram I don't have nice. very many subscribers on YouTube as of right now. As of right now, uh, the the twelfth of of April, twenty twenty, I have uh, I have three more than I had like uh, six months ago. I now have twenty nine sub- subscribers, uh, all of which I'm very grateful to. Very grateful, and I will say I have uh, around three hundred people on uh, somewhere between three and four hundred people on Instagram that follow me. So that's a bigger chance for people to come across our stuff, you know, because I want people to see it if they want to, and people are going to have to find it by accident a lot of the time. So. I, 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 say, uh, I say this now. Um, so the, the, the purpose of, of the website, uh, like I said, all of our our ways to contact us will be there. Um, Tyson's, all of Tyson's uh, social media handles, same as myself, uh, and you can contact us, but please don't don't be crazy uh, like Annie Wilkes crazy. You know nothing like. Mostly just don't be Annie Wilkes. One fan. Yeah. Don't what be, happened? Mostly just don't be Annie Wilkes. Correct. Don't 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 be crazy. Don't be Annie Wilkes, and then we'll be fine. But thank you for listening. Um, I absolutely. So if you want to come on the show, you're more than welcome to. Uh, at some point in the future, once we get past uh, the eight episodes that we that's going to span four months, which is another thing, by the way is that we do have, for everyone out there listening, we do have eight episodes, which means that we theoretically didn't have to record anything. However, however, in the spirit of, uh, as the editor would say, entertaining you, we deci- I decided to uh, do a very small episode and you know see if Tyson wanted to jump aboard, and he did, because he's awesome like that. So we are doing our parts to keep you entertained and to keep you home, of course, and safe. You'll thank us later. Yes, and by the way, don't attack people from China. Yes, they didn't. Don't. The people, the person that you know who lives down the street, unless you, unless it is actually one of the people who brought it over, did not bring this here. It's every single race of a person on uh, whatever it is on the planet. They are not a monolith. They are not. There, you do not affect the rest of them by hating on one of them, especially somebody who is innocent. But just anybody, it's ridiculous that people are attacking Chinese Americans, Chinese anybody's right now because of their fear. Actually, actually, it isn't ridiculous because this is the worst part of human nature, and it's it is not surprising. But honestly, people rise above it. You can do it. And by the way, if you're listening, you're on the same page, you know. And if you're listening and you're not on the same page, well, thank you for listening. But I mean, you should be on the same page. You really should be because it's it's if you don't understand that uh, <laughs> that there there are bunches of different people in the world who uh, who like this person over here doesn't actually control this person over here at all. You know, there's that doesn't. If you don't understand that. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I'm not going to say anything mean. I'd like to say something like, you know, please leave the gene pool or whatever and, you know, things like that. I, but Stop breathing. 
I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's not. I mean, I, you know, I, I hope that you have the ability to evolve. That's what I wish for you. And it's, 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 it's a sad thing. It is a sad thing. And by thing. the way, don't, and don't beat up little old ladies for toilet paper. Yeah, and don't, do, don't beat up old little ladies for toilet paper either. Yeah, people are hoarding toilet paper still. Or at least yes, they're they just, are. They're suddenly buying it. Like, like I mean, because toilet paper is still being manufactured. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so so with the I mean the wife here is turning into uh quite the uh survivalist and I can tell I, I can tell you um more about it uh in a few minutes. Okay, so getting back to what I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, before I get into the into the to the, to the story about my wife, it's it's actually pretty funny because I've been paying more well not more attention to social media, but I've been definitely paying attention to social media, and it's it really reminds me of this this whole thing. If you you know for for entertaining the masses, it reminds me of a Stephen King movie between The Stand and The Mist. Now, the Stand, as you know, because there was the super flu and you know people were dying, much like. Now, Captain and Trips. of course, yes, and of course, the mist because when all those people were trapped in the store, uh, there was a religious cult that got started in the grocery store. And what's funny is how a lot of people are having coming to Jesus moments. <clears throat> Excuse me, you know that they're they're asking Santa for favors, and you know, really, it it, it kind of it kind of makes me mad. In, in a lot of ways, and normally I don't judge people for religion or anything like that, but like seriously, folks, you know, you don't have to go on social media and you know become a prayer warrior and start praying, you know, and 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 all that good stuff. All, all you gotta do is just watch each other's sixes, and and that means watch your backs and stay home and and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, no, no coming to Jesus moments. Okay. So now. No coming to Jesus moments? No, not at all. With who? What? Why? Wait a minute, are you saying don't have coming to Jesus moments? or? Yeah, yeah. Don't, you mean, you mean like don't that. set yourself up for them or don't? No, don't just, don't. just don't do it. Knock it off. I mean, think about this. If you were the type of person that ignored Jesus Christ, but by the way, I, I believe that there was a Jesus Christ, but I don't believe that he was this. I can see him on your shirt. Oh, yeah, this is my buddy Christ, yeah. uh, Kevin Smith jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm explaining, this is sort of like the duality of man. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. In Full Metal Jacket with Private Joker, when, you know, the, the one of the generals came up to him when he was in Vietnam, and he's like, are you trying to be funny? You know, you have, like, some kind of sick joke. He goes, you kill people, but you yet you have a a, a peace sign on your, on your helmet. Please explain it to me. He's like, I'm just trying to point out the duality of man, sir. And he goes, the, the what? The duality of man. So this is this is a kind of a duality type moment because here I am preaching to you that you shouldn't have coming to Jesus moments while having you know Buddy Christ who is a representation of Jesus on my jersey. It, it, it's the irony. Sure, 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 yeah. But I think when people come to Jesus, that's supposed to be a good thing, isn't it? Like, well, well, yeah, but 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 here's the thing, okay? If if you're the type of person that ignored this so-called celestial being. Mm-hmm. Your entire life didn't acknowledge him or anything like that. Now all of a sudden there's a pandemic, and you know I'm I'm pretty sure they're praying for other people, but they're praying for themselves so that they don't get you know get sick or whatever. Right. So are you saying don't come crying to him now? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> right, yeah, right. Just don't come crying to him now. Well, I mean, think kind think of about line, this. But okay, yeah. No, I mean, think about this. I mean, think of all the all the bad crap, you know, that was that was done in his name, right? Oh well, yeah, now, but, yeah. Sure. And, and and now if if you're the type of person who believes in the good Lord, the good Lord is basically giving us a spanking and sending us to our room saying, you know, knock it off. You know, what you're doing um, is not working. Knock it off. This is your punishment. Now you're going to stay home and think about what you did. And hopefully you learned your lesson by all this. <laughs> but with that being said, don't don't come crying to him now. Just stay home. It's. Really, not that complicated. 
Um, well, definitely don't go to church because there's a lot of, because you don't want to be around other people right now who could have, especially people who, uh, I mean, look, if there's, look, there are people who are getting it and, are, and they are recovering. It is not a, a death sentence 100% of the time, It's but it is something like 10%, which is still pretty God, gosh darn alarming. Like, I don't even know if I know 100 people, but, you know, <laughs> 10 of them have probably already died from, from uh, coronavirus. And it's like, it's, I mean, there are people... Yeah. You know, it's, 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 uh, I mean, I don't know that they have, cause I haven't checked Facebook in like a while. By now, by the time this, you know, comes out, <laughs> like, I don't know. There are people, I, I mean, you know, the, have already, the, uh, I don't know. It's, it's not my point. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not laughing. There is a certain aspect of, like, I mean, look, again, it's not a monolith, but there is a, this, so that not a monolith thing from earlier about racial, race, also about religion. There is a certain type of Christian that cannot wait for the end of the world. And that is, that is just truth. That is, that is fact, rather. Truth is something else, but. This is, this is absolutely correct of what Tyson's saying. There actually is many, um, sects. Sects, am I saying that right? Sects? Sure. Um, of the Christian religion, many, many, many. different, you know, many di- now, and not all of them uh, are hastily, you know, to the detriment even of the rest of humanity, you know, trying to get to heaven. They are just living out their lives and waiting until they die, hoping that they lived a good person. And that's, you know, then there's there's many different shades. That's my thing about saying not a monolith. I, I'm applying that to Christians as well, and people people get lumped together, you know. Uh, well, the, the- and but this but with this what I'm saying is there are people who will go to church, hoping well not no well, not hoping necessarily but well some will go hoping that they get it because they're out in public with somebody who might have it. There are ones who might get it and uh, believe that they'll be protected by Jesus, so therefore won't get sick. There will be people who also won't get sick even if they did get come across it. There <laughs> there will be people who will get sick and recover. There are, you know there's all these different factors. But it's more likely that you will get it if you go to a place where there are other people, and there, there, there are people who are like, "I'm just going to roll the, those dice," and without understanding, like, they could die. So it makes you wonder how much they are, they value their life. And a large part of of Christianity is not being attached to this world, and life is vanity, and you know, Jesus is the only way to happiness. You know, that is. Pretty much, I don't know what percentage, but I feel like it's over seventy-five percent of Christians. I feel like it's a pretty strong well, number. I feel like it's really up there. But I mean, like, there's you know, there's also a lot of people who are like, well, okay, yeah, I want to see Jesus when I die, but uh, doesn't mean I'm going to take people with me, you know, along the way or help it along, or or I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, if the world, I don't want the world. I don't necessarily root for the world to end. Like, the, you know, there are people who do not root for the world to end who are also Christian. That's just a fact. Yeah. It ha- there has to be statistically. It, it has to exist. You know, there are dera- there are deranged people within the Christian uh, religion, my friend. There's I mean, look at people everywhere. Yeah, yeah, but it, these are the extremists. So, so you know, for the past twenty years, ten years, whatever it is, since the early nineties, you know, we're, we're the extremists that we've been. Um, cultivated towards, you know, accustomed to are uh, Muslim extremists. You know, the 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 war in Iraq, the second war in Iraq, the war on ISIS, the war on terrorism, and and of course we're ignoring the the Christian extremists. Now the Christian extremists, and I'm not going to mention any names, but there's a a religious radio show with a guy who basically read the Bible on the show. Now it was a live show and people basically call in with the Bible quotes and then he turns his little Bible pages to the quote and he reads it and then he explains what it means. This man is now dead, but he also claimed that he knew the Bible so well that he knew when the world was going to end and that was in 2010. So oh, people yeah. sold their houses, bought I, uh, RVs and started trolling around spreading the word of the apocalypse and it didn't happen, and he had to go into uh, protective custody so that they wouldn't kill him. I remember that when this happened. Yeah. Well, there have been this is this kind of thing has happened uh, before in history. There was something called the Great Disappointment, and it was there was a similar sect, and I can't remember what the group. Maybe Millerites. I think it might have been Millerites. And these all came out of this one period of this of somebody who was like the world is going to end. 
<laughs> and then it didn't, and people were like, well, now what do I do? And then they broke off into different factions. And then I'm sure there were also people left over who just went home and was like, well, I'll just call it good until the end of my natural life. Everything's, <laughs> hey, who knows now? It's, you know, it's a crapshoot. It's enjoy well, life. You're, you're, here's the thing. Yeah. Is, is this a scary time? Yes, it absolutely is. Should oh, yeah. we take this serious? Of course you should. But, you know, as long as you do the right thing, the, the sun is not going to, you know, go nova. It's not going to fall out of the sky. The moon's not going to go dim forever. You know, it's, it's this is not a permanent thing if you just do what it is you're supposed to do. That's what people don't understand. You know, I mean, seriously, like, take my job, and I'm, I'm not going to go into specifics of what it is, but the majority of my clients are senior gated communities. So now, with that being said, you know, I visit these communities to check on my employees to make sure that my employees are safe and I give them what they need. And, you know, what they've been requiring lately is, of course, hand sanitizer, Clorox wipes, and, of course, uh, clean, you know, cleaning chemicals to make sure that the gates, you know, the, the specific places are, are sanitized. Now, with these gated communities, these elderly people are having visitors. Okay? Here's the thing. If they're essential, like, you know, nurses' aides, doctors, okay, deliveries, uh, your kids dropping off food to them, that's fine. But to have a nonsensical visit right now is, is ridiculous. Non-essential. <clears throat> to have a non-essential Correct. visit is nonsensical. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I mean, we're. I think we're on the same page. I mean, we're just. You know, we're telling. You, I mean, it's like this. I can't. It's so frustrating to me that these songs, that these songs, that these shows come out so far into the future. Um, because it's really hard to know how to. Whether or not to like bump it up for with the rotation and do like a half show instead because it's like I, I've already talked about it's already a recorded thing that I've talked about how far in the future it's going to be. And then if I do actually decide to bump it up, I either have to remove all reference to it being or or leave it as it is and provide some kind of explanation. And, you know, these are all solvable problems. This is not like, you know, it's the frustration is because we are is the idea that the, the insane notion that there might be one person out there who hears this in four months or six months and is like, well, I'm glad somebody finally told me the right thing to do. And I had to hear it on this podcast uh, that I would have heard six months previously. And maybe I wouldn't have, you know, all this bad stuff wouldn't have like one person could have got the information that, that like, and that was the way they got it rather than through MSNBC or CNN or Fox news or the Hill or the young Turks or any other way that person can get reliable uh, well, Fox, you can't get reliable news from. I mean, well, no. obviously they, there is some, but the, the opinion host, that's a whole other thing. Fox is a fantasy, but there is real stuff <laughs> on there. That's what makes it confusing. And, by the way, CNN also has lied and lies, or they're biased, and MSNBC does lie or has lied and is biased. But there's also good information. It's, it's some in there, not, not, not a Fox. I mean, maybe there's this is the thing. I don't watch Fox because the clips that I do see that come out of Fox are largely BS and hate mongering and fear mongering, and that's that's messed up. Um, but I do watch the Young Turks, and they seem to to put things in context. And when they do things right on Fox, if somebody is honest over there, they will point it out. But for the most part, they're not, and they also point that out. And they point out when people on MSNBC are are dishonest, and when CNN is when they when they can find it. Like they they are they. They, they're progressives, is what they are. It's, and I have been listening to uh, clips of theirs for like the last year now, and I don't want to say it's politicized me or militarized my politicization. It certainly isn't militarized, but it's I, I certainly didn't care as much about politics before all uh, the, before the last... Let's see, when did I start caring about politics this much? Uh, let's see, I did when I was a kid, and then I stopped, and then I really started somewhere in 2016, I think around November. <laughs> That's when I started paying attention because that's when I because I what, really, the, what the actual funk. <clears throat> well, I've been paying attention to politics for a long time, but I, it was never a hobby. It was just to basically stay informed. It, you know, listen, uh, you know, politics didn't become a uh, hobby of mine, so to speak, until again November 2016. Even before that, when certain people were running for office. Anyway. Um, 
But all those all those platforms that you just mentioned are basically political based. That's all they do. They talk about politics. This show, mind you, doesn't even talk about politics. Not usually. Not usual. We've certainly talked a lot about politics and the world and religion and a whole bunch of things we never talk about on this show. Basically, yeah. we never talk about it to uh, to the degree that we have talked about it. Well, no, because if you think about it, these are not normal times, and these this is definitely not a normal anti-social show. show but no, you know, I really think. I mean, a lot a lot of other shows that would normally never talk about politics or nothing like that have been making references toward it. And also, of course, you know, doing their part to to relay the message of staying home, keeping everything sanitized, yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah. So they're they're doing their part as well. So I figured we should do our part because we care about our listeners, and they need to stay not only entertained but informed as well. I mean, if this is where they get their news from, <clears throat> you know, uh, I'm I'm sorry because there are, there are better places. But like you know, I, well, and still again, well, thank I, you for listening. You know. Obviously, there's better places to get get their news from, bro, than than us. Yeah, um, so for example, you should probably watch the Young Turks and also watch the Damage Report with John Iadarola and watch Rebel HQ with uh, Emma Vigland and uh, you know that whole um, circle. You know, it's there's you'll see that there's some very there's a pretty well balanced series of facts and fact checking and fact finding and fact reporting. Uh, that you don't find in the, and I'm using finger quotes, people, because it's something that people say a lot, but I never really understood before until 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 I saw it in context, as alongside everything else, mainstream media. You hear people talk about mainstream media and how it's, you know, it, and it's like you hear a lot of it from the conservative side, you know, and, and coming down on it, but it's also, uh, or it's actually the conservative side calls it the liberal media. But like the idea of the mainstream media, it's the the idea that they will. Uh, I I don't want to get into it right now, but I I kind of understand now why people talk about it. But there's people talk about it for different reasons. Like I'm sure that like Alex Jones talks about it for a completely different reason. It's like oh well, you know the mainstream media they won't tell you the facts about what's going on. You know uh, you know the frogs are freaking gay. You know that the whole thing that are gay freaking frogs like that guy. You know and that was a remix and it was really funny. But but no it. He, the, just because a, an insane person uses the term doesn't mean that it's an invalid way of assessing an idea about an idea of something, and that's what the quote unquote mainstream media is. Um, they leave stuff out is the point, they, and they are, and a lot of them are biased. But there's also a lot of good information, and it's difficult to sift through. And that's one of the reasons why I like the independent media. Units like the Young Turks, the progressives specifically, the people who are supportive of people like uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and you know, the, the 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 quartet, the squad. What are they called? Talib, Rachida Talib, and Ilan Omar, and I I, have, I'm sorry, I can't remember the other person's name. I'm I'm so sorry. And uh, you know Bernie Sanders, progressives. You know these people. Uh, well, the thing about mainstream media is is that you know I do pay attention to it. You know, so that I obviously am informed. And and by the way, once you reach the age of eighteen, I don't care how childish you are. I don't care, you know, if you're, you know, a dude that's our ages that play video games. That's cool too. But at the end of the so, whether you're eighteen years old or, um, let's say thirty nine, and I'm thirty nine now, so anywhere in between that and Tyson, how old are you? I am forty six. Yes. So, or between 39 and 46, um, you should be paying attention to politics because this will affect you as, as a, uh, an adult. And so it, much and stuff it, can And it will affect your children. Correct. So now, with that being said, though, to, and I'm just giving my honest opinion, mainstream, uh, you know, the news medias are boring. It's like mainstream porn. It's, it's boring. Um, but I still pay attention to it to some degree. Mainstream porn? Yeah, I can't watch mainstream porn because it's, it, to me, is boring. It's, you know, same thing like mainstream, you know, the, the news media. I mean, I, I, don't, I can't sit there and, you know, I can't sit there and watch it over and over and over and over and over again throughout the day because it's just repetitive. I can't sit there and read a newspaper, you know, from cover to cover 
I'm only going to pick out the important articles and then call it a day. Well, all porn is repetitive. Right. I mean, it's kind of... People go to it for a particular series of events to occur. <laughs> and it, with with an assured repetition. You know. It is, it is a, re- a repetitive process. Anyway. You know, and, and, and also, too... Think about this, okay? We live in the dawn of the future. This is the dawn of the future. This is the, you know, the 21st century. Right. It's not like... Right now is always the dawn of the future. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm basically speaking from a technological, oh. uh, you oh. know, tech talk standpoint. Um, tech- yeah, because think about, think about this. Uh, <clears throat> Our technology is is advancing more and more every single day on things that we can do. I wouldn't be surprised in the next 50 years, you know, we discover somehow that my theory is correct, that you can use dark matter, or dark matter energy, rather, uh, to, to use it as a way to go faster than the speed of light. And, of course, I'm sure there's other, pro- you know, going to be other issues when you're traveling at the speed of light, but I'm sure they'll fix that. So, with that being said, technology is ridiculous right now. Imagine what this would be like back in, like, 1982 or 83 or something like that. What? A plague? Yeah, like, what's going on now? Like, because with technology, there, there's ways to communicate with people. It's not like it, it was back in, like, 1986. Right, yeah, no, you're right. No, I was sorry. I was thinking about 1982 and, like, technology and how news was spread and whatnot, and it just made me think of AIDS again because it's, like, you know, like I was, like I said to you earlier, not just in the program, but, like, I was on a message, I was saying how, like, this is basically air HIV in the sense that it is, it is a thing that is a virus. It is very contagious. HIV is, you can, it's kind of specifically transmitted through blood or, you know, fluid and whatnot. We know how it is now, but in early part, we didn't know how people were getting it. There were people who thought you could get HIV from sharing a coffee mug with somebody, or, you know, there's the casual ways. There was this hysteria about it, the kind of hysteria that there should be about what's happening now, because you can actually get this much easier than you could get HIV. And, even though there's not like a, not everybody will go full blown AIDS. Like there are many people who have been living for many years with HIV. For example, like Magic Johnson, who has been in the news a bit lately. Um, but like once you go full blown, that is like the worst case scenario of the coronavirus infecting as many cells as it can until your body cannot support the changes that those cells have made, and then you will die. There is like there's pretty much no repairing that. Well, think about this. People got to be careful. When the AIDS epidemic first hit the United States, there was, yes, a mass hysteria, but did anything shut down? Well, no, because people got it through f***ing. Exactly. So all they had to so, do was be careful when they f***ed each other. They didn't, it wasn't like they, going around and, and uh, it, it wasn't like you could get it from coughing on somebody. Right. But Unless now you coughed into an open wound. And you had right, blood in your mouth already, you know, and then your blood mixed with their blood. Then they can get it. But you know, here, here's the here, here's the thing: there's there's really not that type of mass hysteria going on right now when there's people that are denying the fact that this is happening right now. Like Trump was for months. Yes, Trump was denying, was, like, Trump was denying it was happening in January when it was happening. And if, if on, these are facts, people. By the way, this is not just something that that you know our news is telling us. These are things that happened. We've watched the clips of him downplaying the the the, the possibility of this being a really bad thing, and and like or saying, Fox. giving bad information basically to the rest of people, which he's still doing. He's still giving misinformation, and it's maddening. And by the way, I mean, still as of April twelfth and now thirteenth for Hunter. Actually, it started off being April thirteenth because we have this time difference that some of you might know of, but those of you who don't, we've got a three-hour time difference between us. Ah, this is, this, I, you know what, I think, I'm just going to turn these friggin' things around because it doesn't matter what I hear. This is the actual incorrect, I'm wearing my headphones backwards now, but what it does is it puts the cord away from me, 
And it doesn't matter if I hear this, because I'm going to wear it in the other way when I listen to sound in stereo. Like, these ears are literally flipped, and it does not matter that I kept them the wrong way, or the right way on this entire time. I could have saved myself a, a lot of agita. But anyway, <laughs> I don't even use the term agita. Oh, no, just, you don't. Oh, I just didn't. Anyway. <laughs> I'm so tired of the people downplaying it, of the people who are not taking it seriously. I'm done with them. And by the way, I keep saying I am, and this is who knows how far in the future, as I keep saying. Who knows how far in the future? If I do, when I do name this one, I'm probably just going to call it a serious show because I want people to know what they get into before they click. And I want to surprise them by thinking they're going to come and find the normal BS that we do. You know, because this is, this is like, this is a no BSing matter, you know? It is no, absolutely not. Yeah. Anyway, that, that's why that's that's why we made the decision to do this, you know, show, which is again going to be slightly smaller than the normal show that we put out, but that's okay because this this you know for the first time I, I feel you know we we we've done what is it three years and six months or you know October will be our fourth year doing this and you know mm-hmm. God willing we'll we'll do you know more years to come. But right now we're already at three and a half years. We're already at like eighty. How many episodes now? Don't ask. Uh, you mean right now, as of uh, as as of April twelfth or April thirteenth? Right. Po- posted. Po- posted as okay. Uh, eighty. No, sorry. Okay. So no, I'm sorry. That's not right. It's actually eighty-three episodes. We're at episode number okay, so eighty, but we have episodes that are half episodes and episodes that are two-parters. So technically. <laughs> one of the reasons why it's so difficult that's why when we get to episode 94 or 5 and it's actually our 100th episode i'm going to call that one the 100th episode to, as a yes joke. yeah yes because it will it will be the literal 100th episode but it won't be the number 100 <laughs> so so um, imagine that mm-hmm. this show is going to make its 100th episode and that's going to be so. Number ninety four is going to be the magical number, and I think I'm going to have ninety four uh, put on a t shirt. Oh wait, wait, no, yeah, but don't, don't until we know that's what it is. It's either ninety three okay. or ninety four. I don't know that that. It's like, this is the thing is that we keep recording new ones, and I don't know if they're going to go between the show, and it, it, that changes the number because if there's a point five, then that makes it closer to one hundred without it actually being. So for every one we do. I don't know if it's if this is going to be 88 or if this is going to be 81.5 and then some other one that gets recording is like I don't know right now. I do not know. And I'm running out of space on my in my storage. So I need to I, I promise this is this is going to be the last one we do for until all the rest of the ones are up. I want to do more, but I need to edit and I need to finish Succotash. I need to get that done and then I can start get buckling down on editing the shows other than getting them up with a greater degree of frequency so that maybe even once a week if I can get far out enough in he- ahead of this. At least until they're gone and we're back to the cycle of doing one and then putting one out every two weeks because I have time to edit the one that we just recorded. So, you know, it's, we'll see, we'll see, but that's, it's a, that's a tall order at this stage. So. Okay. So magic number 94 will not be put on a t-shirt. Not unless it actually is. I'll work out whether it's 94 or not. We'll know what it is when it happens. And when it happens, then we can do our t-shirt and then, you know, our three people who who are religious listeners of the show (laughs) will get a kick out of that t-shirt. So. Well, I mean, it's it's better than my theory of having just two crackheads in a crack den. Yeah, it's one better to us. It's one person plus <clears throat> two crackheads. That's right. Yeah, I never tend to agree with you when you say the two crackheads in a crack den. I just let you say that and then move on to something else. So I didn't, you know, my yeah, right. I didn't want my silence to imply consent. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I appreciate never... every single person who listens. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely, yes. Why? I do as well. Why they do, I will never know because they don't really tell us, but I do appreciate it. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, listen, this is a superior show, it gets better and better. But, you know, but seriously, though, out of all the episodes that we do have, mm. my point was is that each episode obviously is unique uh, and different, of course. We had some, you know, really dark episodes, we've had some really uh, uplifting, uh, funny episodes, we've had just episodes talking about movies whatever the hell mm-hmm. so if we never do a, a serious episode ever again um at least there's one there it's a good point i'll i'll i'll, I'll buy that for a dollar 
it, it, it's almost like the the this one episode will be like the black sheep of the family. Mm. And I, uh, I, I'm even going to go further than that. I bet, I bet that this one episode will have a high volume of listeners listening to it. I maybe we'll never know because um, we'll be dead by then. But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be dead by then. <laughs> No, uh, uh, yeah, maybe we'll see. It, it's 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 an interest. I I you know I'd like to say yeah, you know, but uh, it's I understand it's a prediction. I I don't I don't even know how to connect dots at this point to go. I could see that because it, it's literally to me it's fifty fifty. Flip a coin. What you said could be right. It could not be right by the time this happens. I have I have lost all certainty in life, <laughs> except for a few Absolutely. things. Absolutely. So no, I just you know, yeah, we have a lot of episodes recorded, and normally I wouldn't, I wouldn't push. I mean, of course, I'm never going to turn down uh, doing an episode of Anti-Social Show, obviously, Um, because when I really think about how the show first started, you know, all the process, all the steps that it took for us to get to this exact moment, like you know, me studying, of course, how to do a podcast for six months where we did no podcast, to you know. The, the many degrees of equipment that I that I went through, the the different funny things that happened, like you know, the white noise and the, the constant freezings and the you know, whatever else, and and right now to this point, um, this show is awesome. So and ordinarily I wouldn't push for you know to 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 do another episode if we already had so much stuff in the in the can to begin with, but I figured since this is not normal times. Uh, these aren't normal circumstances. Right. Yeah, and I'm not angry or cross. I'm just just uh, putting it in perspective for anybody who cares to listen and for anybody who wouldn't already know this uh, stuff. Oh, and please continue to listen. Yes. Um, because there'll be plenty of episodes to come, so, you know. <clears throat> well, that's about all the time we have. For Antisocial Show, I'm Tyson Saner. And I am Hunter Block. Be decent to each other. Absolutely. Stay safe and peace. Peace. Have a good time, folks.